with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and together we dive into the unexpected, exciting, deep ocean of the creative mind with Declan Jones. Declan Jones is the author of The Calling of John Fitzkenty. Um, and that's the reason why we dive together with him into our creative minds. We had two very interesting sessions because uh, Declan, he used to be um priest in, in the 70s, 80s, and uh, he is still not well, exmaticulated, or how are you going to call that? Oh, um, I, I, laicized, I think. Is that, is right. that what so, you're talking? Yeah. So first of all, hi, De Declan. <laughs> Hello, Declan. How are you? How's it going? <laughs> I am great. Thank you very much. Thank you for having you here. It's great to be invited, especially a third time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, sure. So I would, I mean, I mean, so, and, and dear listeners, if you, if you like what you hear, uh, just write comments and, uh, Maybe I can invite Declan again as long as he's he and I and or me or actually I I'm learning as well to to do um, talks with with um, Skype so so uh, I might do next time as well some Skype talks. It is um, great. We finished last part with um, with the journey of of Declan um, after after he realized that. Um, The priesthood, can I say that? The priesthood is not um, <clears throat> not his his cup of tea. And, and, and as well, that he can't deal with that, with, um, um, with, with his consciousness about that. Well, yeah, I just, I suppose it wasn't my path in life. Yeah. I was wondering at the time when, when, um, when all this, this, this scandals came up, mm. uh, um, regarding uh, I don't, I don't, which 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 priesthood was involved in that was oh uh, this I think this was in 1991 I think it began with a priest called Brendan Smith yeah if memory serves me correct I don't know um, and that was the initial sort of pub publicity publication of the fact that there was a priest who had um practiced pedophilia uh, was he was he from the franciscans or no no he he was from another order yeah um i forget which one yeah no never um, mind about that but it, it was the first case where it was proven yeah. and there were witnesses uh, yeah. and it became public yeah um that he had um 
interfered with with young people yeah um or molested them i should say maybe um over a period or, or of decades yeah and um, no, nothing had been done even though his superiors or people in the church in a high position knew what he was doing yeah but they never reprimanded him or never took him away from having any um, contact with, yeah. with young people. They didn't took him away. No, yeah. no. And I think that um, certainly in Ireland was the beginning. And I have a funny feeling now. I'm, it's a bit hazy, but it may have been the beginning of the uncovering of religious pedophiles all over the world sure I because mean, it's it, happened now in sure, nearly in every Germany country as well. yeah, yeah yeah so so how was it for you did you did you did you came across in your time somehow with, with situations like this where you get suspicious no I, I, this was the this was the thing that i spent many years thinking that i happened to be friendly and played football yeah with some of the most prolific pedophiles in ireland did you yeah, yeah. and th one fellow in particular he was always bringing altar boys away or bringing them him to them to football games yeah, yeah. and i used to think god i i'm probably a bad priest and will never make a good one because i i i really wasn't into looking after altar boys or looking after children i okay. preferred to deal with adults that yeah. was whatever yeah. and, and now Looking back on it, I was lucky uh, in that sense that, that I didn't have, um, I don't know, an attraction to to, to, to work with children. I, but I think if if you even if if you're if you if you're not a pedophile and and priests like this, they probably would have test you, you know. So or do do you maybe maybe he ask you questions like, ah, oh, what what do you think about this guy or or something like that. No, I, 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 I've tried to recall. It, it, it was there was there like, was never like any, like getting you into this group, you know. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. I, I, I must have come across as somebody who wasn't yeah, get, no. gettable in a group, you know. But no, to be very honest, um, my problem at the time for me was that yeah. I couldn't get into people a group who could look after children because I thought that was part of what priests did. You know, the, the priests were always bringing, um, uh, running clubs for for for, for boys and girls, yeah. um, r running uh, competitions and yeah. um, bringing them away on holidays. And I mean, stuff. which which is fair enough, actually. Normally, isn't it? I well, mean, but yeah. that's that's the church I grew up with, yeah. uh, and I think many of us grew up with. And, um, Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back no, to the show. Uh, it never, never occurred to me that. Um, yeah. did, did, did the media come 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 along to you because they they, <coughs> they read your book and they said, okay, so 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 he might have maybe. Um, yeah, no, 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 nobody has ever approached me, and and in the book, I I do try and both from some autobiographical material yeah. and also from some um, obviously uh, fictional yeah. stories, yeah. try to explain how 
these things happened in the public eye. Yeah. But weren't weren't understood by everyone. So very undercover. But undercover, but outer cover in the sense that nobody hid. These people didn't hide themselves away from being identified with people who worked with children. Yeah, sure. I mean, so that they yeah. they were in everybody's face, yeah. but society, particularly because we spoke um, at one time there uh, a little while ago that yeah. there there was a great deference by the political elite by yeah. the politicians to the church yeah. and the church really subdued the people yeah. and had them believe in what the church wanted them to believe yeah. so i think that environment it, it sort of suppressed any awakening or uh, knowledge or awareness <clears throat> of um of people about pedophile priests and indeed pedophilia in general yeah um, because at the end of the day, we know that this, today it shows that there's more paedophilia happening within the home that, that, than anywhere else. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, I know I know uh, already a lot of ex-girlfriends who, who, had, uh, who were getting somehow raped or uh, at least molested, and 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 you know, I mean, yeah. that's that's very common. That that the family, the enemy is in your family. You know, I mean. Even, I'm not starting with, with with my family and and some dysfunctional shit over there, but uh, yeah. I yeah. know. But I want I wonder is is there any any commission like 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 um, I mean I could imagine for instance if you would be some somehow someone who would start a commission for or or, or in a research of that because you you know a lot of this inside psychological psycholo psychological. Uh, inside informations there has been a lot of commissions yeah and, and deep commissions um by the government yeah. um, and and very who have identified um the extent of of clerical pedophilia yeah. and um identified um that the people involved and of course um there have been many priests uh, brought to court and sentenced yeah. to prison Yeah. Uh, because of their uh, behavior and yeah. and um, molesting of uh, young people, yeah. So that that certainly has been done. Did did it happen as well a lot that 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 you had to fight to uh, with a lot of uh, pre prejudice if if people if you t told them to hey I'm a priest and so on that all of a sudden they say oh, priest and they yeah I I I I think people became wary. Yeah. Very wary, yeah. and um, they were slow to judge, but they were cautious. Sure, you know, sure. in a sense, um, um, particularly after um, stopping practicing of a of a priest uh, when I did. Yeah, I think there were people who said, "Well, I wonder why he stopped. Well, yeah, what, yeah. was he thrown out, or or yeah. this, that, and the other?" and yeah. You know, you 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 learn in in ways that you cannot control the thoughts of other people. No, you just cannot. No. So all, all no. you can do is be you, and be yourself, and um, sure, and, and that's all you can do. But I I found that after a number of years, as people got to know me and uh, in different um, areas, that that didn't arise. Yeah. 
at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I think um, the the authorities had um, prosecuted ma many many people. Yeah, you know. I mean, <clears throat> I I think it's very. I think if a, a job like like this, being being a priest, I mean, I was in in earlier years, I was very much against uh, um, how the the church behaves and 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 i was as well very angry about all that i mean that was before i knew about all these cases um but in time when i'm getting older and when i after all, a lot of discourse with other people believers non-believers and 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 i realized that 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 the, the basic idea i mean like we already mentioned in the second and first part from from the from the social aspect um in religion is for sure not wrong but but unfortunately that that all uh, um, i mean religion is about believing and spirituality is about exploring and and i think that's that's the thing that's that religion came after spirituality and i mean i i, re I research a lot in shamanism and uh, which is considered as one of the first quasi religions i mean it was not really a religions um uh, where where like like then animism and all that uh, came mm. from and and then sure in the consciousness consciousness grows and then okay let's start a religion you know so yeah that's yeah yeah find find yeah. ways how to keep to keep our society somehow together actually um what we still need probably is is somehow um somehow a, a a social or a moral capitalism i mean i say always there's 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 a there's a philosopher who mentioned uh, it is easier to imagine the end of the world the end the end of the world than the end of capitalism <laughs> and i try and i try to 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 expand that and and this this quote to this point when i say okay i mean because i can't imagine that capitalism never ever will disappear you know but if capitalism is for the good, how can we, how can we turn capitalism into a good capitalism, into a moral capitalism? You know, so that's for me actually more the question than 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 this other quote from from I forgot now the name of this of 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 the of the first philosopher. Mm. So it's the same with with religion, and so that's the reason why I believe more in in a re-spiritualization of society in, instead instead giving them too many too many uh uh, uh commandments uh to to that for believing in it you know i mean i mean i think uh i think we are i see I, I still believe in the good of the people somehow you know oh yeah like i i, I think one of the challenges we have in the western world is to reinvigorate the values um that have been lost you know the values of community. Yeah. The 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 values of of honesty, um, the 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 value of trust, um, like w w without these, without a number of basic values, yeah. we cannot have relationships. This is you know if, if you want a relationship with, with a woman or a man or whoever you want with it with, with anything with anyone there are basic values that need to be agreed between you and they are lost 
Yes, and I think yes, and they're lost, and it's a society that suffers because even with telephone companies, mobile companies, you know, they can't. Sometimes they can't be trusted to deliver what they say they deliver, and because they use various mechanisms by never being able to get in touch with them, whatever else. That capitalism, as you say, has gone to a way where large companies supply something a service to people but they don't want to be responsible for the quality of that service all of the time or they just don't want to bother dealing with it and that's you know the as you say it's a societal thing and i think values have been lost and there, there are certain values that will need to be recovered i think if society is not to deteriorate further because more, every year what we see with figures that more and more yeah. of the re- Earth's resources and money are in the hands of fewer and fewer people. I, I mean, mean, something like a less less than 100 people own something like, what, 80 or 90% of the world's resources. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> my fear, I mean, my... my my research in, in, in shamanism, art, and digital culture, that was my thesis, uh, uh, gave me a lot of background information as well. And, and, and I'm, a, I'm a little bit, uh, I mean, it was a very, very dark subject. And and uh, my fear is, or my, my, no, I predict actually that, that due to the fact that, that we are in this 21st century and that evolutionary-wise we, we're going to drift in, into a... a uh, digital uh, culture world uh, this will change hum- humanity a lot as well I mean we are still from a generation who things a little bit different but take for instance the, the digital native if they, they girls and boys born after after 2000 you know they're growing up now already with smartphones and I mean probably probably I say in 5 or 10 years a neural link is as well accepted. A, new, a neural link is, mm. a, is, is a little chip uh, mm. which we can get in, in an hour then uh, uh, implanted in your brains as interface to computers in order to enhance the, the, um, the, um, the accessibility from your brain yeah. to the computer. You know, We say, I say, five or ten years. Um, I, I, I guess, so, so, I mean, probably... Um, I don't know how how far technology can go in, in a quick time like this, but nowadays they are already able to um, to if a pick or uh, um, has uh, a chip like this, mm. a ten coin, ten cent coin piece in the set, you know, uh, they are already able to if if the if, if the nose of the pick is in the dirt, it gives a noise and you can see already on a monitor the points which nerves are already contacted okay you know? yeah. so so yeah. but this this is the tendency the tendencies how far we can go maybe in 5 or 10 years so that that means as well that 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 the, the dehumanization is already there somehow but i try to learn try to understand that this is just a mirror of the society and that we have have to i mean or, or, or we don't, uh, we don't have to accept it. But I think it is part of the evolution. And and and, and I mean, technology is is for the good and for the evil. It has already was a started with a fire. You know? Yeah, I mean, well, I think there has been a lack of 
moral principles around the development of, you know, whether it's the atomic bomb or whether it's sure. technology. Sure. I mean, it, the question sometimes I think can be posed, if it's possible to do it, does that mean it's right to do it? And yeah, and and and, and, and like you say, a knife is is a very yeah. good thing. We couldn't live without a knife, yeah. and yet in the hands of a, of someone else, yeah. um, it can destroy and kill a Absolutely. human being. And my problem with that is, if if we if we say no, it it, it um, if if you say no, then all of a sudden we start censorship, you know. And if we start the censorship, then we we drive already in, into the direction of fundamentalism. Yeah, so, yeah, and uh, I don't want to to live actually in a society like this as well because this is very close to to, to dictatorship as well. Yeah, and the only thing about the like the closer and closer you get technology gets to the brain. Yeah. Yes, the information can be there, but also somebody using it the wrong way can implant very, very serious Absol negatives Absolute, in the brain. Absolutely. So, absolutely, you know. it, 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 as 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 you say, it 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 needs ongoing reflection, a discourse. Yeah. Sociopolitical action all the time. All the time, sociopolitical action means that this discourse about about how we use technology. And and if we use, you know, so this has to kept uh, be totally transparent. It shouldn't get really in, into the hands of just one or, or two persons, you know. I mean, I, I can understand people that are afraid about Bill Gates, for instance. You know, I mean, I'm 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 not a conspiracy theorist, but I try to 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 understand all the time both sides, you know, and mm. people that say, "Oh no, no vac vaccination and Bill Gates," and so if if you if you're not if if you if you if you don't, and it's very difficult nowadays to see the bigger picture, isn't it? And um, it can be. I I suppose I've been lucky in the sense that I have lived in other parts of the world, yeah, and have been able to see the benefits. We'll say, for example, of of vaccination, yeah, um, like today more children under five are killed by malaria than by uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Y you know? Yeah. So um, the world is a big place. While it's small, yeah. it's large. And there's an awful lot of viruses out there that are killing people. COVID-19 is affecting the Western world more because the Western world has been able to solve any problems with health through finances and technology. Mm. But money and technology so far have been... Um, money is God. Yes, but... but Technology as well. Yes, but, but yeah. the thing is that God has not been able to keep people safe from COVID-19. No. So while people in, in India or Africa or places in South America or elsewhere... They live with many dangerous viruses all the year round, and COVID-19 is one more. But for us in the Western society, it's the one we can't conquer. Yeah. Yes. Other ones can be conquered in the world, but we don't bother with them, really, yeah. because they don't affect us. Yeah. And there's a whole moral question there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Declan, 
it's already the third part is gone wow and, and i mean uh, my plan was already to speak with him about such a lot of things and uh, do you have a little line report line in your head so, so. i don't <laughs> <laughs> what, i have a bad memory at this what, time what 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 what's about your poets poems uh, they're, they're different things there's some political poetry yeah. um but at the moment it's some poetry about the the difficulty of the individual search and as one loses beliefs in what one always had yeah. <clears throat> how can how can one survive yeah. yeah that's always my question as well so I feel so, so if there is another time maybe I might bring one of them with me okay cool okay Declan. Declan, thank you I thank you very much for this talk it was oh. very interesting and we already have three parts together yeah and, uh, it was a pleasure yeah for me too yeah have a good and guys if you're interested in, in, in Declan's book it's, The Calling it's, it's, of John Fitzcanty I put the link underneath my uh, description it's available on Amazon it is yeah, yeah. I put the Amazon yeah. link underneath my uh, description and and you can uh, click on it and get it from there if you want. Yeah, it, it, it could be it could be downloaded or you can get a printed copy. It is it is it is somehow an, 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 a half autobiographical. It's partly a autobiographical, yeah. It, yeah. And 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 probably if you if you know Declan's background a little bit more now, it might be a little bit more interesting as well to read it. So um, yeah, thank you. Have a great day and uh, your listeners. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is a listener-supported show. I feel honored if you subscribe to the show. You can follow me non-financial with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in this Sunday for the third part of this Attitude Audio Triptych. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Attitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank through this medium all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world. Just to remember myself that without you, this year couldn't and wouldn't happen. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Attitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.